Hi. 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 Welcome back to the Barefoot Office. I'm so glad that you're here. We're going to read Revelation 18 verses 1 through 14 tonight. The wind is blowing outside and we're supposed to have a 20 mile an hour winds through a lot of the day with gusts that are stronger. So uh, the last two mornings, Diamond Lake, which is between <clears throat> my apartment and my kid's house, is um has been completely smooth and still. It's like there's been some peace in the world. But tonight there's wind. And so somehow, somewhere, the spirit is moving. But we here tonight, take a deep breath. And take off your shoes for the place where you are is holy. Where does your attention go in these 14 verses? After these things, I saw another angel coming down out of the sky, having great authority. The earth was illuminated with his glory. He cried with a mighty voice, saying, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great, and she has become a habitation of demons, a prison of every unclean spirit, and a prison of every unclean and hated bird. For all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her sexual immorality. The kings of the earth committed sexual immorality with her, and the merchants of the earth grew rich from the abundance of her luxury. I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that you have no participation in her sins, and that you don't receive of her plagues. For her sins have reached to the sky, and God has remembered her iniquities. Return to her just as she returned, and repay her double as she did, and according to her works. And the cup which she mixed, mixed to her double. However much she glorified herself and grew wanton, so much give her of torment and mourning. For she who says in her heart, I sit a queen and am no widow, and will in no way see mourning. Therefore in one day her plagues will come, death, mourning, and famine, and she will be utterly burned with fire, for the Lord God who has judged her is strong. The kings of the earth who committed sexual immorality and lived wantonly with her will weep and wail over her when they look at the smoke of her burning, standing far away for the fear of her torment, saying, Woe, woe, the great city Babylon, the strong city, for your judgment has come in one hour. The merchants of the earth weep and mourn over her, for no one buys their merchandise any more. Merchandise of gold, silver, precious stones, pearls, fine linen, purple, silk, scarlet, all expensive wood, every vessel of ivory, every vessel made of most precious wood, and of brass and iron and marble, and cinnamon, incense, perfume, frankincense, wine, olive oil, fine flour, wheat, sheep, horses, chariots, and people's bodies and souls. The fruits which your soul lusted after have been lost to you. 
All things that were dainty and sumptuous have perished from you, and you will find them no more at all. Where does your attention go in this reading? For me, it goes to abundance of her luxury, dainty and sumptuous, and cinnamon. Why you gotta be hating on my cinnamon, man? (sighs) Anyways. The second time as we read... What connection do you make to this passage from your life? After these things, I saw another angel coming down out of the sky, having great authority. The earth was illuminated with his glory. He cried with a mighty voice, saying, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great, and she has become a habitation of demons, a prison of every unclean spirit, and a prison... Pardon me, I'm tired. A prison of every unclean and hated bird. For all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her sexual immorality. The kings of the earth committed sexual immorality with her, and the merchants of the earth grew rich from the abundance of her luxury. I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that you have no participation in her sins, and that you don't receive of her plagues. For her sins have reached to the sky, and God has remembered her iniquities. Return to her just as she returned, and repay her double as she did, and according to her works. In the cup which she mixed, mixed to her double. However much she glorified herself and grew wanton, so much give her of the torment and mourning. For she says in her heart, I sit a queen and am no widow, and will in no way see mourning. Therefore, in one day... Her plagues will come, death, mourning, and famine, and she will be utterly burned with fire, for the Lord God who has judged her is strong. The kings of the earth who committed sexual immorality and lived wantonly with her will weep and wail over her when they look at the smoke of her burning, standing far away for the fear of her torment, saying, Woe, woe, the great city, Babylon, the strong city, for your judgment has come in one hour. The merchants of the earth weep and mourn over her, for no one buys their merchandise anymore. Merchandise of gold, silver, precious stones, pearls, fine linen, purple, silk, scarlet, all expensive wood, every vessel of ivory, every vessel made of most precious wood, and of brass and iron and marble, and cinnamon, incense, perfume, frankincense, wine, olive oil, fine flour, wheat, sheep, horses, chariots, and people's bodies and souls. The fruit which your soul lusted after have been lost to you. All things that were dainty and sumptuous have perished from you, and you will find them no more at all. Hmm. What connections do you make to this passage? For me, there are two. The first one is to a a Facebook meme I saw, 
which was, it's amazing how much the economy suffers when people can't go out and they quit buying useless crap. When the cycle of planned obsolescence is broken. When retail therapy isn't the chief mode of coping for many people. When you're not out and about and spending money just because you happen to be. There's the economy is hurt. And just think of that with this. Where is it? I mean, the fruits which your soul lusted after have been lost to you. The merchants of the earth weep and mourn over her, for no one buys their merchandise anymore. Now, a merchant needs a life too. But I don't know. I think that probably something like 60 to 80 to maybe even 90% of the money I spend is on food. Necessities doesn't occur to me to buy things for luxury or things because I want them or like them. Well, that's a good thing. But that's not how the economy runs. That's not how people make more money. And so, I don't know. Just just some thoughts. Some thoughts about the economy and maybe a reason for me to pick back up and finish... Catherine Tanner's book and it's on my shelf right now Christianity and the New Spirit of Capitalism where she's talking about how capitalism is as anti-Christian and ethic as anything else could possibly be so I'll, I'll refresh that and maybe finish it since I had this goal to finish <clears throat> 12 non-fiction books this year and I'm currently sitting at a 3 I think so So yeah, I'll hang on to that, and maybe that can be an intention for me. But then also there's this piece about she will be utterly burned with fire and about return to her just as she returned and repay her double as she did and according to her works. It's interesting because sometimes you'll see that, you know, is it Gandhi? I don't know. An eye for an eye just makes the whole world blind. And then Jesus says, not an eye for an eye, but forgive. Oh man. Oof. I didn't even know I was going there. That word that I struggle with, but I just think how it's interesting in this allegory, this metaphor, this extended, it just more and more it's talking about plagues more and more it feels like exodus and not like daniel but i digress jesus or at least the teachings of jesus that are comforting, are not about repaying the evildoer, they're about forgiveness. And so it's strange 
It's strange to me tonight. It lands in a funny place. To repay her, repay Babylon double. Think about, and another intention place for me, people have said, you know, don't gloat, don't lose friends over politics, blah, blah, blah. Well, there's some people I've been waiting to gloat over because they have been insufferable on my Facebook feed. I have at least one person on my Facebook feed who literally believes and was posting even into Thursday and Friday of this week that Barack Obama committed treason and is going to spend the rest of his life in jail. All through the impeachment, he thought that was going to happen. As soon as the election of 2016 was finished, he was convinced that would happen. And I, I mean, QAnon and OAN and the far-right conspiracies of the world, but it strikes me in this moment as I say that sentence that all this politics stuff has really kind of taken over and sucked up some of the space where once my recovery would have would have been how I reflected on these. So there's also some thoughts for me there too to do some recovery work tomorrow. Anyways, it just does give me pause to think, should I repay double to those who have been insufferable on my Facebook? Perhaps not, but perhaps. Who knows who can say, I am not the God who is strong. Though I do remember people's iniquities, I have a hard time forgetting them and laying them down, and that's just... In recovery, I learned that the adult child of an alcoholic can turn all the pain inward and learns to hold an enormous amount of it and not let it go. And I'm that way too. So maybe all that isn't coherent and linear, and but it's just me reflecting. It's just me showing up to this text, listening with my own voice, and I hope you have had some chance to reflect too as we do that together in this digital spiritual space that I'm grateful for. So for tonight, whatever random train of thought that was, it's enough. It's enough. This third time as we read, what intention will you set for yourself now that we've read and reflected on this passage together? After these things, I saw another angel coming down out of the sky, having great authority. The earth was illuminated with his glory. He cried with a mighty voice, saying, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great, and she has become a habitation of demons, a prison of every unclean spirit, and a prison of every unclean and hated bird. For all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her sexual immorality. The kings of the earth committed sexual immorality with her, and the merchants of the earth grew rich from the abundance of her luxury. I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that you have no participation in her sins, and that you don't receive of her plagues. For her sins have reached to the sky, and God remembered her iniquities. Return to her just as she returned, and repay her double as she did, and according to her works. 
in the cup which she mixed, mixed to her double. However much she glorified herself and grew wanton, so much give her of torment and mourning. For she says in her heart, I sit a queen and am no widow, and will in no way see mourning. Therefore, in one day her plagues will come, death, mourning, and famine, and she will be utterly burned with fire, for the Lord God who has judged her is strong. The kings of the earth who committed sexual immorality and lived wantonly with her will weep and wail over her when they look at the smoke of her burning, standing far away for the fear of her torment, saying, Woe, woe, the great city Babylon, the strong city, for your judgment has come in one hour. The merchants of the earth weep and mourn over her, for no one buys their merchandise any more. Merchandise of gold, silver, precious stones, pearls, fine linen, purple, silk, scarlet, all expensive wood, every vessel of ivory, every vessel made of most precious wood, and of brass and iron and marble, and cinnamon, incense, perfume, frankincense, wine, olive oil, fine flour, wheat, sheep, horses, chariots, and people's bodies and souls. The fruits which your soul lusted after have been lost to you. All things that were dainty and sumptuous have perished from you, and you will find them no more at all. <sighs> what is your intention for yourself, having read and reflected on this passage together? I think where my attention started to wander was in that, I sit a queen and am no widow, and will in no way see mourning. And it's just a reminder myself to feel with, to sit with, to live the pain of the questions, of the uncertainties, of the not knowing what to do or where to go or how to live. And that sitting with that pain, welcoming it as a friend, or if not welcoming it as a friend, at least not denying it, ignoring it, repressing it, letting it be in its own way. Even Revelation is saying that. <clears throat> so, I may sit a king, I may be a widow, er, and I will see mourning. both in the hopeful sense of I will see the next morning, the following morning, the sun will rise, and also in the sense of I will be sad and suffer pain and loss. And both are true. Paradox, says Carl Jung, is one of our greatest spiritual teachers. I will see the morning, and I will see morning. And whether it's good whether it's enough, whether it's something I rejoice in or have hope in, at least tonight I can say it is. Almighty and merciful God, it is only by your gift that your faithful people offer you true and laudable service. Grant that we may run without stumbling to obtain your heavenly promises through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
Hope and joy be yours, for you have within you, for you are the light of God, the light of the world, always.